Listen up, maggots. We got targets inbound. So lock and load your senses and stand by for imminent contact. If you love beer, you're in the beer army. So grab a frosty brew and get ready. It's time to liberate your senses. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Welcome to the show. It's Mick Dagger here. And the general. And I'll tell you, it's been a very sad week, especially if you're a fan of a particular artist. Yeah, I know. Prince passed away. Dude, I'm crazy. I was a huge uh, Prince. Well, not you know, uh, Purple Rain man. Because Scotty was asking me about that. You want to talk about an age gap? And I said, dude. I said, darling, Nicky man, that was a badass song, bro. You know what's crazy though? And I just want to talk about this real quickly. Yeah. You remember uh, his song "Let's Go Crazy"? Yeah. Let's you remember go that crazy. one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was absolutely nuts that he was found in his elevator there at his Paisley Park Studios. Really? Because remember the the intro, powerful. That's just the hook there. But here's the intro, right? Yeah. This is creepy in and of itself. We are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. This song goes on, and you know where, you know, he's he's found in the elevator, as I mentioned. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. There's a line here in... Let's go crazy. That just gave me chills when I listened to this yeah, song. Yeah, in the elevator, let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen to this. You're on your own. Mm-mm-mm. Sing it, man. Yeah, I'm saying. No, I know, but just a little creepy there. And yeah, I'm, no, it's weird. I've heard other interviews and stuff where people were saying that that he refers to the elevator as like the devil. Well, he had a very uh, well. He talks about it in his music. I mean, you know, he that whole album, that Purple Rain album, was really uh, when doves cry and all that. He talking about uh, being raised in a um, uh, a household of mixed races, obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, and then of course spouse abuse between his father and his mother and dealing with that. And I think his identity as a man too, and just all that. I mean, uh, you want to talk about a basket case, but yeah, he, cause he, he grew up in uh, Minneapolis and stuff like that. So that wasn't far from where I, I grew up or where he considered Minneapolis home or whatever. Oh, so yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, I mean, there, Minneapolis has, you know, yeah. St. Paul, you know, the twin cities area, man. I mean, there's a lot of Prince fans cause you know. But, uh, yeah, man, that, that's just nuts. And then, of course, uh, he wasn't the only one um, that World Wrestling Federation. Um, China. China, yeah. Died the same day, yeah. And she's like two years, I think, older than me or something. I was like, holy crap, yeah, 46. Man. And I was just like, all right, okay, three years. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> and, and I'll get off this subject, but I'll tell you who else is a big uh, Prince fan. Hmm. Wolf Blitzer. Writing music, performing, soundtracks for major motion pictures. Uh, all of us, of course, remember Purple Haze. Uh, and, and what that did. Purple haze. <laughs> the, the, the world of music. Purple haze, huh? Wow. There you have it. <sighs> uh, this is Beer Army Engaged. Just had to go with, I uh, couldn't go without that reference in print. Uh, just amazing artist. So. I want to uh, just shout out that next week we'll be out in Philly. 
uh, for the Craft Brewers Conference, yeah, the yeah. yearly one, so we're looking forward to that. CBC. Thanks to everybody that came out and visited us at Brugaloo, uh, in the booth there out in uh, Raleigh. That was always a good time. And then, of course, next week we'll be at Carolina Brewfest in High Point, and, which is the 30 April, and then Rural Hills, North Carolina Brewers and Music Fest, 7 May. Um, mm. We do our silent auctions there. We raise a lot of good money. We went through all of our longboards, and you got the last one, my friend. So, one oh, <laughs> one of these. But we're gonna do a new design. And then, of course, speaking of events, we got our tickets for Brew Burn on sale. So go get your tickets. Um, it, it, I'm excited. We got some uh, surprises, but I don't want to. I don't want to give that out yet. But uh, but let's talk about surprise. Let's talk about the beer that we're drinking, and and I and I love it. It's delicious, and um, it's really cool. And it, well, I'll just jump into it. We're from Third Rock Brewing Company out of Trent, North Carolina. Yes, as in our old brewery. So uh, Jane Hassan, who will uh, Hassan Mazone, jeez, who came in, um, he took over that building, stuff like that, and he's already doing big and great things. I mean, he has plans for expansion and all this other stuff. But I'll get into that in a minute. Let's talk nice. about this beer real quick. So we're drinking their um, Entropy. And I wanted to find, it's coming in at, uh, it's a Saison, it's coming in at 5.6% ABV. You can get more information about Third Rock Brewing by going to their website at 3rockbrew.com. That is three, as in the number three, rockbrew.com. And I like the uh, the description on this, and obviously everything is uh, cosmos-type themed, uh, astronomy and stuff like that themed, and the planets, obviously. Third Rock meaning planet Earth. Um, scientifically defined as a lack of order or predictability, Entropy Saison's complex flavors are unpredictable, yet so enticing that you keep coming back for more. Embrace the disorder as you lay back, sip some Entropy, and ponder the universe. <laughs> so I like that. It's a good beer to ponder the universe, That's too. right. Uh, this thing's pouring a, um, uh, I guess I would say a golden color. It's got some haze. Uh, there's a little bit of slight orangish tinge. Can I say tinge? I think sure. that's a word, right? That's a great word, tinge. It's, uh, it's got this off-white head. Uh, actually, it's more, not off-white, it's actually more white. Um, and then there's uh, there's a little bit of light lacing and stuff like that. The aroma is just very uh, bouquetish of um, citrus and lemon zest and wildflowers. And I don't know if there's honey in it, but I kind of feel like there's like I get a little bit of this honey flavor. It's probably from the yeast, and of course that Belgian yeast, um, which also gives it some spiciness uh, on the nose and stuff. And then the flavor, similar to the nose, it's malt forward uh, with some earthy bitterness. And again. Um, you get that spiciness, and when I say spiciness, I'm not talking like like a rice spice. It's it's really more from the yeast, and it's hard to explain uh, how Belgian yeast does that. But um, it's yeah. the tinge you're referring to. The tinge, the lunatic tinge. <laughs> Jeez. The uh, the mouth feels low to medium with me to high carbonation, and it finishes I think on the dry side. Uh, just a great beer. I think it's a perfect beer for our warm weather season. And, mm-hmm. and talking to Jay, he's getting a canning line and everything else like that sooner rather than later. I mean, so he's just coming out of the gate. And I'm, um, and I'm just so excited. Uh, well, let me just finish off real quickly about Saison. Because I know we have talked before about what Saison. I want to remind everybody. It's been a while. Yeah. So um, basically, it's a, it's a beer style. Saison began as a pale ale that was brewed in the cooler months. And then, and then less active months in farmhouses and the and I'm probably going to mispronounce this because I don't not get it French, but uh, is it Wellanoa? Wellanoa? I can't pronounce it. W a l l o n i a. The French speaking region. I don't parlez-vous français. Yeah, well, it's the French speaking region of Belgium. So it's Belgian, but it's the French speaking part oh, of Belgium. Okay. 
Uh, and it's stored for drinking in the summer months. It's usually highly carbonated. It's fruity. It's spicy. And it's often, often bottle conditioned. So sometimes I've seen some Saisons get up in the 7 8%, which is more of the traditional range. But you see a lot of them here in the States that will be down at 6 5 and even some like sessionable types, uh, more of that farmhouse style. So um, I, I just uh, – what's really interesting about this beer, and I don't know. They have it – I was looking uh, on their description – they talk about um, bouquet, but they say bouquet of white wine. And I thought that was a very interesting descriptive because when I think of French uh, and you think about wine and stuff like that, yeah. I, not that this is aged in wood or anything, but I kind of, after saying it, after drinking it, I kind of like, oh, yeah, like a white wine. It's like I couldn't think of that acidity type property that I was trying to and think of. And drier finish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, so anyways, yeah, so it was founded by Jay Mazone earlier this year. Uh, dude's a huge entrepreneur. He's former Special Forces Army pilot. Um, really cool, uh, direct, to the point, no bullshit around. You know, it, it, it's it's a breath of fresh air speaking to somebody like him. You know, he says what he does. He does what he say. If you got a problem with him, you better tell him because if he's got a problem with you, you better, he's going to tell you. And um, he, he hails from Jersey. Uh, I, I hear he's going to be moving down here. I think that's pretty cool and stuff like yeah. that. And um, it's a shape up or ship out mentality. But when I say when I say entrepreneur, dude, I mean this guy is like you know he he flies obviously. Uh, he has different businesses. He sold different businesses. He's got uh, he's got coffee plantations out of the country down to Costa Rica. He's importing coffee. I mean he's already. Um, I mean it's just amazing what he's talking about doing with Third Rock. Excuse me, a little say song, little entropy, entropied out <laughs> burp. Um, Say son, no memory there. But I mean, he went in. He bought a twenty-barrel brew house. It's a four-vessel brew house system. He's got the three thirty-barrel fermenters back from our days or whatever. He's got five more twenty-barrel fermenters. Uh, he's he's planning to go big. I mean, he's already talking about uh, expanding all the way down to Florida. He's already going to be exporting or exporting, uh, sending out a state up to Jersey, and New York, and he's got accounts. And um, you know, nice. he has very ambitious plans. And the thing is, I hear a lot of brewers talk like that. But I can already tell this guy's going to walk it because you can just tell. Like, it's no bullshit or whatever. And um, But SF mentality is nothing's impossible. No, I know. You have to believe the impossible is possible. Otherwise, you're not going to survive. No, absolutely. And so I'm excited because even though he's not our closest brewery, technically Brewery 99 in New Bern is, he is our closest package brewery. <laughs> so that's what I'm really, really excited yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's already talking about doubling the size of the brewery, adding on to the building. I mean, just like, just, you know, canning and bottling lines. It's just, I'm just like, wow. So I'm really looking forward like a uh, kid at Christmas to see how this thing unfolds. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so uh, I well, told him, I said, anything that we could do, you know, please let us know. Cause, well, uh, the intrinsic value of just being connected to that, even through networking, I mean, there's a power there because, oh, you know, what you surround yourself absolutely. with, you end up adopting in certain ways. One of the things I thought was really interesting is they uh, they, uh, they were talking about how they're focusing on New England style, New England versions of styles or whatever. And I didn't know what the hell that means because when I came across their IPA, they talked about it's a New England style IPA, a northeastern right. style. And I, I've always like to me East Coast style IPAs are like more English style. But for them, I guess it's about being unfiltered. So a lot of their beers are unfiltered. So you're going to see they're going to be cloudy and stuff like that. And, and you shouldn't freak out. I mean, that's, you know, there's other unfiltered type beers. And traditionally, I think of Hefweizen's right away yeah. for a lot of people that are not familiar with unfiltered beers. But um, yeah, so all their beers are running unfiltered. And it'll be interesting to see uh, the challenges that they'll have. Uh, uh, beer, you got to drink that fresh. Right. And when you package it and stuff like that, stability yeah. and shelf Hence life and stuff like that. Line. Right. So it, I'm really, um, again, so. 
Check them out. Uh, go to, again, 3rockbrew.com. That's Third Rock Brewing Company out of Trenton, North Carolina. Uh, they just started uh, gearing up, uh, I think, last month. Uh, is when they actually uh, started pushing operations and sending beer out the door. And, of course, we have some on tap at Beer and Burger Company. And just, um, dude, they, I will tease. They got this coffee porter, bro. And, they again, he remember <laughs> he, remember yeah. he owns freaking coffee plantations. Yeah. So when we went up so and visited with them, the beans. We, he, he was actually roasting the beans at the freaking brewery. That's awesome. And I had the coffee porter, and it wasn't even carbonated yet. Oh, it's cold-pressed, <laughs> man. So it's in there. I mean, it's done right. I, I just can't wait. I just well, cold-pressed coffee is an amazing flavor. Oh, yeah. just It's just amazing, dude. Just amazing. So We'll get all the information and link right to third rock brewery in these show notes or just go to three rock brewery.com yeah that's right and uh, as well back episodes of beer army engage can be found there links to all of the events happening through the beer army foundation and uh, of course man we've got a lot coming your way here on beer army engage that's we right i got heroes yeah and we got a big announcement uh and uh, i don't want to give it away but uh we'll go from there all right <laughs> we'll stick around Go AWOL with Beer Army Radio. We're online and mobile at beerarmy.org. Every soldier needs quality gear. Get yours at beerarmy.org. Hats, t-shirts, and more. Show Murphy he can't keep you down and announce to the world that you're in the Beer Army. Go to beerarmy.org. Do it. Uh, By the way, Murphy's a bitch. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. I'll tell you, this entropy from uh, Third Rock is... It's making me feel like my burps are a little classier. <laughs> classier? Yeah. Somebody has an issue, would be like, I'm sorry, but that's just saison. Well, my burps, I mean, they're really spicy. I mean, I'm really picking up that spiciness. <laughs> that earthy beer. spiciness. So mm. I'm definitely digging it. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you talked about, um, uh, well, real quick, uh, scholarships. The scholarship season's closed. We keep getting emails like, when you guys make the announcement? Uh, I know I keep talking about it. the only reason I keep bringing it up though is because we keep getting people emailing us or Facebook messaging us or whatever. It'll be uh, the beginning to the middle of May. So the the selection board has all the entries um, or what we parred down and what we submitted to them. So they'll be they'll be weeding through that and taking the top uh, however many scholarships we can. You know our plan is to do fifteen to seventeen somewhere in there, and we'll mm-hmm. take the top whether it's fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, whatever it is. After they rack and stack, and we take the aggregate score. So, uh, please be patient. We'll let you know if you don't get contacted. That means you were you know selected or whatever. And there's nothing to feel bad about, like you suck or anything. It's not. It's just look. There's a lot of people complying. You know we can't. Yeah. You know, I mean we can't give out a scholarship to everybody. You know. Yeah, so, it's it's one of those things. I mean, you know? got to draw a line somewhere. And um, I know that uh, you talked about Prince and we talked about China and things coming to an end. Yeah. And that kind of segues into our big announcement that we teased is that this is our last show. Yeah. So this will be the last installment of Beer Army Engaged. Um, I know for some people it might be like, what, what? And it's like, look, look, look. Okay, maybe the show's dying, but Beer Army and what we're doing is not. It's enabling us. uh, We've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, We've done... Just short of ninety shows, I think, over two years, actually three years if you look at calendar years or whatever. But well, you, um, yeah, you know, and so yeah. you and I have talked wow. about doing some other projects. Uh, we also have personal mm-hmm. lives, and there's things that we want to accomplish and do. And so, um, yeah, so we're we're looking to go in another direction. It's been a lot of fun. Well, that's just and, life. It's an evolution. I mean, some things you, I don't know, in the grand scheme of things, sometimes. Well, you have to change your underwear, is what I'm saying. You have to change <laughs> so your So what you're saying, you've been wearing the same underwear for uh, 80-something episodes? Or <laughs> I'm not comparing the show to oh, underwear. Okay. I'm not. I'm just saying it's just uh, sometimes, like, it's for well, if you look at a snake, yeah. 
for a snake to grow, it has to shed its skin. Absolutely. It has to molt. That's right. And the bear army's always been that way. I mean, and when people thought it was a negative, it ended up being a positive. Mm-hmm. There was growth out of it. There were things that were able to happen because of it. So that's that's how the evolution works. To me, I kind of look at it as like you're pruning a tree. You yeah. Know, there's some things that will sprout and, and die right away. Some of them will kind of grow, but then you have to start pruning off some branches and kind of shaping that tree and stuff like that. And, you know, it's uh, you have to set roots. We There's... You know, a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of things that we try that don't necessarily do really well. They're one-time shots at something. Yeah. It's like, well, that didn't work too hot, you know. And I think that's part of the fun of having the nonprofit, and it's very entrepreneurial like that, is mm-hmm. trying new things. And, um, you know, if it, people are like, well, why are you stopping or whatever? Was it a failure? No, I think it was a huge success. Want to be a part of this for the past two years? And quite honestly, you can't get rid of me that easily. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, (laughs) you and I have some plans uh, still to do with Bureau Foundation. You're not going away from the foundation by no no means, by no stretch of the imagination. Um, But, no, there's other things we want to try to work on. There's other things, uh, events we want to try to bring on and um, other little projects. And, uh, yeah, so that's about it. So, uh, other than that, no, I'm looking forward uh, to our Heroes Never Die segment. Hell so. yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's just, this is one of the things that, honestly, every week when I come into the show, it's one of the things I look forward to because it's one of those reminders of the human condition. It's one of those things that just solidifies the fact that in this world, it seems so flipped up and turned upside down that there's still sanity and humanity left. Because when, when things totally fall apart around you, you never know who's going to step in the gap. That's right, Mick, and I didn't send you the notes and anything like that because I want to be a total surprise because our hero for the week is you, brother. You're my hero. No way. Yes, no. you're my hero. You know why, dude? No. Yes, because people don't understand. They don't see behind the scenes the trials and tribulations and the sacrifice that you have made to make this happen. You always are in the background. You're always um, uh, selfless. You're always uh, not one who's quick to take a lap. And I went through our catalog, right? And so I was going through our catalog, kind of like some of our highlights and some of our moments. And what I remember is early on in our shows, how we kind of set the tone for this whole podcast. Specifically, I'm thinking of two specific episodes. And uh, we can grab sound bites if we want, but I'm thinking of Dog's Rule, episode 105, where we talked about the San Fran Noodle Olympics. And that segment, for the couple of minutes that it was, and the jovialness between you and I, and then kind of like the reminder of enjoying life. I love going back to that episode and listening <laughs> it to forever, even though you made me look like a douche. And then, and then you used it for the sound bite, the best of or whatever that we had for like a couple months later or whatever. It just made me laugh my ass off um, something fierce. And people don't realize, uh, Mick, that what how much hours you put in on all the different things, how you try to support other people and their dreams and their aspirations. And to me, that's what being a hero is. It's somebody that's willing to do whatever it takes so that other people can achieve goals, to achieve um, higher things. But but it's not just individuals. In this situation, it's an organization and understanding it and coming in week after week and mixing and editing because people don't have a freaking clue how hard it is. Doing a podcast or whatever, there's more to it than, here, dude, let me get your boom box. Let me put in a cassette tape. Let me hit record or whatever. The editing that's necessary, uh, I've seen you in here at midnight to 1 o'clock in the morning. I've seen you post a podcast at 3 in the morning. <laughs> just just crazy shit that people don't even realize. Then you have your, your, day, your day gig. 
Um, and then, of course, you, you're part of a band and you guys are running around doing all that stuff. And so when you throw all that in there, um, the times that you've traveled to our events on your own dime, uh, whether it's Greenville or whether it's Smithfield or whether it's Raleigh or whether it's Wilmington, I mean, that is to me, I feel very fortunate and very lucky. As Beery Foundation, I make sure that we don't, that's not lost upon us. That's the reason why I wanted to give you the last, the last longboard that we have with this design because it, it just, it's really, really appreciated and stuff like that. And then the other thing is not to get into your personal life, but over the past year or two, you've had a lot of personal trials and tribulations that would cripple most men or most, not just men, but most people. And to work through that and still be committed to doing the show and your job and being a productive member of society when so many other people would use that excuse to go to the bottom of a bottle or shoot into a vein or whatever it is, you don't do that, dude. You know? Yeah, I mean, wow. there's times when you hit the lunatic fringe a little bit, you know? You got to go see mom or whatever. I mean, we all need that. But uh, And then you've been there for me personally, and I really, really appreciate that uh, as this roller coaster, especially over the last year and a half or whatever for me. Um, it's greatly appreciated. And so for the hero of the week, I, I, I know you're humble. I know you don't want it, but I'm bestowing it upon you because I truly believe um, that you deserve it, man. You deserve it. So the other thing I want to hit, too, the other episode besides Dogs Rule Episode 105 is Mountain Boy Episode 111, <laughs> where a woman suffers 90 orgasms per hour. And you found that thing. I've heard Scott say it. I mean, I've actually heard other listeners come up to me like, I got the pee gun. And so I've heard so many people use that. So I know people listen to the show and stuff like that. I know people get a kick oh out of what, what we do and stuff like that. And so, yeah, so between the, the San Fran Nude Olympics making me look like a douche and then you doing the, I've got the pee gun and all your little voices. Yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. So take wow. a victory lap. <laughs> this, nah, that's, I don't, I appreciate it, but I, I don't, I don't, well, I just, I appreciate it. That's, yeah. But uh, seriously, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without you, man, and your help and your support because uh, you're just not, you're, you're a friend. No, I appreciate it, dude. And uh, this, you know, the trials, tribulations, whatever you want to refer to them as. I mean, they couldn't have gotten through them without you, man. So this is a, it feels weird. It doesn't feel right. I mean, look at all the people that we've highlighted and, and what they've done. And to me, it's just, I'm, I, I, I don't think I've done anything that somebody else wouldn't do. I mean, I just, I have a passion for the Beer Army Foundation. I have a passion for what it represents. And, uh, Anybody who'd be lucky enough to be sitting where I'm sitting, I think, would do the exact same thing. So, Well, you hit a common tenet that we've uh, featured in all of our heroes. They always feel like they don't deserve it. They don't think what they've done or what they've supported is important or that big of an impact. They always try to downplay it. You know, the, the key things are, I don't think I'm a hero. They downplay it. You know, just things like that, to me, is the reason why I think you are and uh and of course you know heroes come in different say sizes shapes and we've talked about excuse me got entropy coming again <laughs> we you know come in different sizes and shapes and everything like that we talk about you know saving somebody's life versus not saving somebody's life they're to me heroes are having backbone having um the intestinal fortitude to go in a direction because it's the right thing to do when the rest of the pack or the herd mentality is like, oh, that's not popular, or jumping ship or bandwagon or types. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it, it was a crazy, uh, tumultuous time for me personally. 
as well as Burmi, the organization. I'm talking more for our for-profit activities or whatever. And um, you were there for me, dude, and I appreciate it. So you know, I'll even if be there, even man. even if you're not anybody else's hero, you're my freaking hero. And the thing is, since this is the Beer Army show, and since I'm kind of like the head honcho on this thing or whatever, I get to pick it. So I'm picking <laughs> it, man. I'm t- I'm claiming it. So whether you like it or not, I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, I tell you, to be a part of this, and, and I just feel fortunate. I feel very very lucky, and that's why I've put the effort into it that I have, and. Um, and, and that, that foundation deserves it. And that's Todd what, deserves it. I mean, everything that yeah. this is about is is why. And that's the reason why I'm really, really excited about uh, one of our projects we plan on going and springboarding from this, you know, um, about the potential to continue working together and helping other people realize their dreams and aspirations through either podcasting or other type of uh, um, audio type projects, you know. And so uh, I know you and I got to talk more about that. We right. got to finalize some things. I'm uh, I'm pretty confident you're going to be on board, but I don't know yet. We're going to talk about that after this show, after we hit end and, you know, put this one in the can. But, uh, yeah, dude. But I highly recommend people go check out Dogs Rule episode 105. You go to the Ikimsu section. Go to San Fran Nude Olympics piece that we covered. And uh, it just was so out of context. And then uh, Mountain Boy episode 111, which we actually – I named that after you because you were, we were in Colorado. You just went to Colorado. I can't remember how the hell it all went down. but um, That was that – was, uh, my first trip out there after everything fell apart. Yeah. 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 And uh, and then the woman suffers the 90 orgasms per hour, man. I mean, it's just – and I remember the music. Like, you got to listen to it because, again, before the show, I went and listened to them again. And the way they have the background music where it's like all serious and it's like, she has 90 or It's like, ooh. You know, it's just like, oh, man. So – Anyway, well, that full bag catalog is there. It'll be up for. It'll be up there, and we'll. Con- it'll, it's not going to go away. Yeah, so. no, we're going to maintain it, so you can still listen into all the back catalog. I mean, we're not going to delete it. We're going to leave it. We're going to archive it, but it'll still be available on the beerarmy.org website. So, well, definitely, I, I think we're due for a good laugh. We we are. We're ready for the next session. Focus off of me, man. But I, I, man, I can't. I appreciate that. I, I and I shock, appreciate you, but, dude. But stick around. Uh, we have coming your way. Are you come to sue because. There's just a bunch of shit you can't make up. Then we're going to get ready to smile and share some interesting stuff. Hey, mothers, lock up your daughters. It's Mick Dagger and the General. I'm Bernie Sanders. Ah! I sound like I constantly have a hemorrhoid that's about to flare up, and I'm a little scared. Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. On the battlefield of beer, an informed soldier is a good soldier. Learn more about the Beer Army Foundation. Go to beerarmy.org. Get informed about beer, upcoming events, festivals, and community outreach that the Beer Army provides and supports. The revolution starts with you at beerarmy.org. Beer Army Engaged. Big news. Uh, There's an awesome collaboration coming back around this June. June's full of some awesome events, man. Dude, all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, we actually had to – we were supposed to go to Save Ore the same weekend, but we've had to cancel us going to Save Ore because we got Feeling Froggy Day for June out in uh, Frog Level Brewing Company in Waynesville, North Carolina. Beautiful location. Can't think of a better place to be but in the mountains, especially beginning of summer because by that time it's getting balls hot down here, so down by the coast. So uh, Let me check my calendar because last year I was totally unable to make really Feeling Froggy release. Well, yeah, you, you remember I wasn't there? Uh, well, Last I mean, year I wasn't there. We just had such a great time and stuff like that. To be honest with you, I, yeah, I, kinda... I had such a great time. I didn't even remember you existed. <laughs> no, it's a great brewery, little uh, brewery uh, by Clark Williams and Company, stuff like that. And then the beer garden is just so badass. That's man. June fourth. Yes, sir. It's a Saturday, June fourth. So uh, there's a potential conflict, but I might be able to get around it. <laughs> 
Son of a bitch. You gotta do some gardening? Son of a bitch. Like gardening? <laughs> Actually, yes. I bought these wonderful gardening pads. And then I'm also pleased to announce that April, th- or April, jeez Louise, August 13th. Right. We're doing a collaboration, yet to be named, Raleigh Brewing Company in Raleigh. And then oh, that's awesome. just confirmed October 22nd, which is also Saturday, Carolina Brewing Company collaboration. Oh, hell yeah. Which is the day before our eight-year birthday. So I'm really um, nice. I'm really, really stoked. You know so. what's cool about all that? I don't even think you realize it. Hmm. Is that on the eighth birthday of Beer Army, founded here in North Carolina, mm-hmm. that our collaborations so far for the whole year are all North Carolina breweries. They all are. I mean, they all oh, have yeah, residency yeah. here, yeah, but they right. were all North Carolina, yeah, yeah. Carolina well, founded and created. Yeah. Yeah, like beer army. Yeah, no, that's cool. Of course, we're, we're trying to work uh, New Belgium. I got to get you on there. <laughs> get well, hit our boy Eric up, man. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so, I, I mean, know he's going to work. Come it. to fruition. That'd oh, be awesome, that'd man. Be so awesome. And then, of course, uh, pledge, pledge, pledge. Please pledge your support. Go to beerarmy.org/slash/pledge. It's because of people that pledge um, enables us to do the scholarship. So, and then, of course, I know we talked about you at the last last longboard. I love it, man. But we're developing a new design. We're actually going this uh, this full teardrop design. We're planning on doing with this bomber scene from our old original aircraft. Really? Shirt. I was just yeah. thinking. I was just thinking. Yeah. Go with like an air an, yeah. an aircraft, military aircraft, because yeah. it kind of looks like a fuselage type thing. Yeah. And then the cool thing is because uh, one of our short trick decks that we're the last of those are going out, so we're gonna put that logo back on there with the bomber drops, and so I'm, nice. I'm really looking forward to it. Nice, so. sweet. Now, other a lot of other great merch too. Just hit up beerarmy.org, click on the store, and like Dustin said, pledge because a recurring small amount that if you can afford it out of your out of your paycheck every month, it helps do great things. You've heard us talk about the the scholarships we're giving away, 15 to 17 this year, currently in the process by the selection board of uh, determining who gets those. But honestly. Just a great organization to be a part of. Definitely check it out. Do your research. Watch the YouTube video on the landing page and uh, make your decision whether or not you want to be a part of it in whatever yeah. way you can. So definitely hit it up. And right now, it is time to uh, dive into the insanity of life that uh, makes us shake our heads <laughs> and sometimes laugh our asses off because uh, you just can't make some shit up. So let's yuck them to Sue. <laughs> One of the big things this year, uh, Dustin, has been this uh, total election process and the insanity around the these abortion. presidential candidates. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. It's out of control, dude. It's like a rash you can't get rid of. <laughs> it is, dude. It's like a train wreck that you can't help oh but my watch. God. Yeah. And there's <laughs> On both nothing sides. good about it. On both sides. GOP and oh, Democrat. You know? It used to be in the past, if somebody was too old, that was a negative. That was a negative as a presidential candidate. Oh, really? John McCain got riddled for he's too old. Uh, you heard all these. Well, I guess people. I'm thinking of the Ronald Reagan days. I used to think uh, being yeah, old he was meant a, experience, though. You know, well, well he thing. was already an incumbent president when people started right. saying he's too old and all this other stuff. But here's Bernie Sanders, right? Okay. And there were supporters, and one happened to be on MSNBC. They decided to give you know airtime. Who <laughs> said the following? What about for you? I think I'm gonna go with Bernie. For Bernie, okay. Why? Because he's old, he won't be in there long, and whoever his <laughs> vice president is will <laughs> take over. Wow. So you can go for Bernie, but you don't know who his vice president is, and your and your whole thought process exactly. is because he won't be around long? I mean, whoa. I'm, I'm sorry, but there's just, ah. Oh, my gosh, dude. Look, I can understand the attraction people have towards Bernie Sanders. Do I agree with him? No. But just as people are fed up on the right, they are just as fed up on the left. So we have these polar extremes that are the the ones that people are running to on either side. Yeah, yeah. No, and you're that's right. what's frightening. 
Well, people are just fed up, man. They're just fed up with the same status quo bullshit. But man. when you get fed up, you shouldn't get irrational. That's when you should hunker down <laughs> and be realistic and pragmatic. Not uh, insane and stupid. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. There you have it. He's old. Let's do it. Yeah, he's going to die in office. And uh, I don't know who the vice president's going to be, but Bernie's going to get in there. I liked the uh, off uh, off mic during the break, and you're giving his impersonation about what his voice and how he sounds and stuff like that. Like, oh, he it sounds like he has a permanent hemorrhoid that's just about to flare up, and he's scared <laughs> to death. I'm Barney Sanders. Oh, my God, I'm going to make these short sentences because uh, I don't know if it's going to poke out. It popped out. Oh, my God, put it back in. <laughs> It's just oh, horrible. Man. The guy probably, what you're seeing, if he ever wears a blazer and he has like a handkerchief, it's probably not a handkerchief. It's probably a medicated pad. Oh, jeez. It's probably a tux medicated pad. Really? For his hemorrhoid, which he's probably named like Bernard or something. Bernard. Bernard, get back in. Oh, my God, Bernard. What are you doing? Don't come out oh, right now. Oh, my gosh, dude. Out of control. Why do you got to be so burning? I'm Bernie, but you're burning. You're burning. That's why he says feel the burn. <laughs> it's that itching and burning of his hemorrhoid. I guess so, dude. It has to be. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. Feel the burn with me. Get a hemorrhoid. Oh, my gosh. Share the pain. I want everybody to share the exact same thing. I think we're feeling good with this beer. Socialists for body issues. All right. Time to move on? Yeah, it's time to move on. <laughs> Poor Bernie. Everybody gets a hemorrhoid. You get a hemorrhoid. He'll be like the Oprah of hemorrhoids. <laughs> the Oprah. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh! All right. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, what about on the uh, other side of the equation? You know, I'm, I'm assuming that you know we're in an election cycle. I'm sure because we've we've already covered Trump a couple of times, so I'm pretty confident you must have so. If, to, so you're asking to, to if, reflect if right? Bernie's the the Oprah of hemorrhoids. Yeah, who's, the who's Donald Trump? Yeah, he was Donald Trump. <laughs> No, I wasn't going to say it like that, but I was thinking you probably Donald have some Trump good is the Mari Povich of presidential <laughs> candidates. You are not the father. <laughs> oh man, what uh, do you mean? My God! So you got something on Donald? Uh, it's right now, well, you're just asking me. I don't know. I mean, just oh. thinking about it. To me, he's like he is. He's the Mari Povich of no. I know, but wasn't there? Um, I think uh, he he was uh, possibly selected a name for a school or whatever. I do know, I do have audio from Donald Trump. The, the most recent audio from him is this. First of all, let's start by saying, leave Tom Brady alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> of course, Tom Brady getting, uh, you know, hit the the dismissal of his suspension last year yeah, yeah. was overturned right. by a federal court. Yeah. Which is crazy so it's that four it's game even, suspension. Which is crazy that it's even in the court system. I mean, it's like freaking it's football, dude. What's the Pats? They're going to have a Dom Grady start. No, I, I know. Oh, jeez. I know, dude, but it's like, it's the NFL. Like, we're going to waste the court's time system. Like, the NFL as an organization can't handle it. I mean, we really got to get the courts involved. I mean, it's just retarded, dude. It's just retarded. But I am ready for some football, though, dude. Um, oh, I, I wish football could be year-round. But I then, uh, I mean, the anticipation is what makes the season yeah, worth it. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, uh, let's dive into something that really makes me question. Yeah, and I, you can't make this up. Okay. You know, our teachers in our teachers' age are supposed to be people that are there to help inspire, bring value to the educational life of our kids, yes, everything sir. like that, right? Yes, sir. Not people that you would expect to let a child push them over the edge. Yeah, no, you should you should have enough uh, control of yourself, especially if you're a teacher. 
Well, let's go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where a teacher's aide at Bayview High School uh, pretty much lost it and assaulted a student who, I have to be honest, the student got mouthy with him, Uh but the student did not get physical. The student just had an attitude and a smart mouth, and the teacher does this. Wow. Sounds like he lost his cool. Oh, if you want it uncensored, hit up the show notes. But this teacher shoved the student, threw him like a ragdoll. Yeah. Shoved the student, pushed him over a table and chairs, then forced him to the ground. The kid landed on his head. Ooh. Had him what it appears by watching the video, and I've watched it over and over, appears that he had a hand around his neck and was just pushing this kid's head and, and neck into the ground and was just, you know, what did I tell you, motherfucker? Wow. And just cuss this kid out. Also use the N-word and everything else. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, just insane. It blew my mind. It's like, what the hell is going on in our world? Well, I know they've been talking about kids assaulting teachers, and it's been getting kind of crazy and stuff like that, what some of these kids are doing, but you know, which is not right either. you know. But um, yeah, you, you shouldn't... If the kid didn't assault you in any way, and he's just verbally assaulting you... You should be able to rise above the occasion, and I understand it's difficult. It's easy to say that. I mean, when, especially when somebody's pissing you off, and, and I'm sure that there's a history that goes before this. Yeah, there this is. Kid's there's a lot. Egg, this kid's been to... egging on and stuff like that, you know. But yeah, well, the nature of the know. internet is is everybody's left to their own conspiracies because right. you're only given a limited amount of information, and you have to fill in the blanks. Right, so it's right. the ultimate in conspiracies. Right. But you know, this obviously, and the story is showing that. They, other people are saying this kid really he had a mouth yeah. he shouldn't have mouthed off to this teacher and he continued to do so yeah. the teacher just lost it yeah he did now when I grew up you mouthed off to a teacher oh, yeah. it wasn't that the teacher was going to kick your ass per se but the thing was is I had teachers hey I remember getting be like you know get in getting, the face of students no I remember getting hit with the yardstick in the principal's yeah. office dude spanked I mean I remember that crap man yeah I, yeah, but your teachers sent you to the principal's yes, office. Yes, that's correct. The teachers usually weren't the punisher. <laughs> no. So. I've seen teachers be brought almost to that point. Yeah, yeah. And then just step back. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah. whatever. Whatever. Wow, man. One last thing, and this one I just I just want to go over real quickly. Okay. Uh, we brought up Donald Trump. You brought up Donald mm-hmm. Trump, right? Um, the only reason I'm referencing Trump is that his name appears to be a viable option for a list of names for a Texas school because there's an elementary school named after Robert E. Lee that could get a new name. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're going to replace Robert E. Lee with Donald Trump? Think about it. In this politically correct day and age? Oh, that's such bullshit. Isn't it? Robert E. Lee, man. I mean, that... Whatever, dude. All right, just listen here. Just listen to a portion of this story from KXAN. The Austin Independent School District is learning not to trust the Internet. The Board of Trustees voted to change the name of Robert E. Lee Elementary in March. Now, the decision included a nomination process that has not gone as planned. Nominations are now closed, but the top ten recommendations leave the board with a few good options. Right now, the name with the most votes is Donald J. Trump Elementary, followed by keeping the current name in place. Other notable suggestions were Adolf Hitler, (laughs) School for Friendship and Tolerance, Bleeding Heart Liberal. Elementary, Bruce Lee Elementary, Bruce Bodie Lee. McBoatface Elementary, for getting the past dooms, you repeat it Elementary, John Senna Elementary, and Schooly McSchoolerson 
Elementary. That's my favorite. The board will decide on the new name May 23rd. So I think maybe keeping it just Robert E. Lee <laughs> yeah. might be the best way to go. I love that forgetting the past dooms you to repeated elementary school. <laughs> Jeez. That's awesome, man. Oh, that's awesome, man. Oh. That is awesome, man. That is awesome, man. Oh. Uh, I can't think of, honestly, a more fitting way to wrap it up. That was genius. Adolf Hitler for friendship or whatever. (laughs) For friendship and understanding (laughs) elementary or something like that. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Oh, Oh, man. Can't make that shit up, dude. Look, life is about being serious when necessary, but also finding a way when you can laugh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially when uh, life's got you down, like we've always said, the man um, or Murphy. Yeah, Murphy's him. a bitch. You, you got to. I think that is where you escape. So you don't not like that teacher where you just go freaking ape shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you get. You just. Yeah, you got to find a way to laugh, man. Well, sometimes you got to check your own six, man. Absolutely, absolutely, dude. Ah. Well, so. don't forget the back catalog of your army engaged episodes will always be there, although the uh, show may be ending. Uh, now it, there's a constant evolution. So That's right. Definitely be a part of it. Be excited about the future. I know I am. So definitely uh, tune in in whatever way you can with the back catalog. Uh, staying connected with the events going on, understanding uh, what's coming down the pike as far as the evolution of the scholarships and the growth there. Just great things from the Beer Army Foundation, and I can't thank each one of you enough for uh, taking your time to listen to the podcast and enjoy, hopefully, what you've heard. Yeah. And thank you, Dustin, for the opportunity. No, thank you, brother. I really appreciate it, man. In the meantime, rounds out. Beer Army Radio.